Welcome, Wealth Warriors. This is Tiz Gambacorda's No BS Podcast, the only podcast that delivers the uncensored truth about business and investing success from the trenches straight to your earbuds. Download a free copy of the No BS Guide to Wealth at guide.tiz.tv. And now, once again, it's time to claim back the No BS truth about success and wealth. Hey, what's up? It's uh, Tiz Gambacorta here from 8020 Research, and I'm very excited to have today Davin Michaels himself hey, hey, with buddy. us here. How are you? We're recording this uh, somewhere in the ocean on, on a cruise, yep. um, somewhere in between Mexico and the States, I believe. Right. And um, so, this is a question that I get all the time, and, and I'm sure you do as well, which is, hey, you know, you're an entrepreneur online. How come you, you manage to you know, travel the world, just in most cases, just, just run a business with a laptop and an internet connection? How can you do so many things um, at the same time? How do you manage to do this all, right? And the key really is outsourcing. Yeah. And, and Davin is, is one of the worldwide experts on this topic. And so he's gonna share, us, share with us some of the key principles for how a beginning entrepreneur yeah. uh, can bootstrap a business, really grow fast with outsourcing because the truth is that with entrepreneurship, you don't have to do all the work. That's right. So I've got some specific questions for you, Davin, but first of all, you know, for someone who's getting started in terms of outsourcing, what do you think someone should outsource? What should you not outsource? Sure, Tiz. Well, for those of you who don't know who I am, I'm CEO of 123 Employee, the premier outsourcing centers in the Philippines. We have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of employees on three continents. And we work with entrepreneurs doing all the busy stuff in their business, internet right. marketing, social media, telemarketing, back office tasks, inbound, outbound voice, etc. And our mission at 123 Employee is to rescue lifestyle starved entrepreneurs, give them their time back and their lives back. And we love doing it. And so to answer your question, I'm always approached by young, bright entrepreneurs. They're always asking, you know, what should I outsource? What should I not outsource? And usually what I tell them to do, it's a pretty simple exercise. I say, you know, pull out a piece of paper and draw a line down the middle. On the right-hand side, you, well, f first of all, backing up for a second. So when you think about your day, Tiz, there's about a thousand tasks you could do every day in your business, right? Sure. But the reality is there's only a small handful of tasks that really create immediate bottom line results. And that's what I call IGAs or income generating activities. So what I do is I say, hey, take a piece of paper, draw a line down the middle. On the right-hand side, make a list of those IGAs, the things that create movement in your business, immediate bottom line results. Right. Make a list of those. And then on the left hand side, you make a list of everything else. All the minutiae, all the arduous tasks you do on a daily basis, and usually that's a pretty long list. And then what you do is you go back to the right hand side, you look at those IGAs, and you circle everything that could be outsourced or delegated to somebody else. And then there are always going to be a few things inevitably on that list that are like, oh, that's proprietary to me, only I can do it, nobody else can do it. But then take a step back and say, hey, what if I had a month to really do a, a deep dive dump or download into that person uh, and then circle those if, if, if after that those could be outsourced. Right. And you're going to start off with the things that are circled because those are the things that generate revenue. And if you can take some virtual employees and have them generate revenue for you, then you can then afford to, to hire more people and continue to do this, right? So you, you don't want to be at a deficit. You want to be able to make money off, sure. right off the bat. And grow. But then, once you get that mastered, you're beginning to scale your business. Now flip over to the left-hand side. Sorry, Davin, just yeah. one thing before we move yeah, on. Sure. So um, if you're just getting started, and maybe you have no revenue, right? Yeah. So yeah. how do you define those IGAs? Sure, okay, cool. So. Um, even if you don't have revenue, right. 
you're still going to know what the IGAs are in your business. You're going to know what things need to be done to generate revenue. Right. Okay. So, so even if it's brand new, you can identify the IGAs. Okay. So once you get the IGAs out of the way, the next thing you're going to do is look at the stuff on the other side, the left-hand side, the minutia. And the reason why you want to look at that is if you can start outsourcing that stuff, what do you get back in return from that? You get time, right? Because you're yeah. taking stuff off your plate that, that costs you time. And once that's off your plate, now you have more time to be sort of the chief visionary in your business, the planner, the strategist, to actually come up with more ways to grow your business. So that's how I attack it. And, and if you do that properly, you can scale a business. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and just um, something just, you know, perhaps we should have started with this is yeah. what exactly is outsourcing? What is outsourcing? So outsourcing is just having somebody else do something for you. So you technically could outsource it to somebody next to you at another desk, right? right. I normally wouldn't call it outsourcing, I'd probably be more delegation, right? Or you can outsource to somebody, uh, a, a, an office away, a city away, a country away, you know, uh, a continent away. And so when you outsource to us, for example, a one, two, three employee, you're in a place like the Philippines where it's much, much, much less expensive. Uh, you know, it can be economical, and also there's a lot of hidden savings that go with outsourcing too. So, sure, you're going to pay, you know, probably half of what you might pay in in your domicile, or even less. But in addition to that, there's no payroll taxes, right? Uh, there's no insurance. There's no office, desk, chair, computer, internet, all of this stuff, and that saves you a ton of money. But also, you mentioned something at the beginning of this interview, at the beginning of our video here, where you said, "Hey, you know, people wonder how I'm able to achieve so much, but also travel the globe and how you know be on vacation most of the time, run my business from a cell phone, and laptop." And if you have people working in your office, that's you could do that, but it's a hell heck. It's a heck of a lot easier to do that when your whole office is outsourced and virtual, yeah. right? And so that's that's really the goal because when you do that, you can set yourself free. And yeah, you can you can run a business. I run a brick and mortar business, you know, over 500 employees, three buildings. But even though I have this big company and I'm responsible for the marketing, and the operations, and the, and, the, and the day to day in my business, I'm able to run my business from a cell phone and a laptop from some of the most exotic places on the planet. That's what I do all the time. Yeah, absolutely, and, and, awesome. and that's amazing. And you know, I think you are living proof that it can be done. Living yeah. proof that it can be done. I love doing it. And look, people uh, out there online think that I'm like a Tim Ferriss. I live at like the four hour work week, and the reality is nothing could be further from the truth. I actually, I work hard. But the big shift that's happened in my business today is that I don't have to. And also, I only work on the things I'm wildly passionate about. So unless you know, unless I, unless it's something, it, as long as it's something I love, I'm doing it. If I don't love it, somebody else is doing it. You no, know, maybe. and uh, and so that allows me to strategize and really work on the big picture in my business. And although I'm responsible for day-to-day -day operations, I'm not involved in day-to-day -day operations. Absolutely, yeah. and I think in that respect, Evan, you've. You know, you've taken things to the next level in the sense that you know most of the, if you look at the the kind of the general online marketing information marketing space, you know most of the big-ish companies maybe you're looking at what 40, 50, 80 employees at max. Yeah. Whereas you know you've literally taken this concept of outsourcing and, and having a remote office and a remote company. We're talking 500 employees to a completely new level. So it can definitely be done. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, it can be done. And you see more and more people doing it these days, right? Yeah. And, and the key is just two things. It's leverage and processes, right? So leverage will do you no good if you don't have processes in place. 
and processes need to be there and it'll help your business but until you get leverage you can't scale so if you have processes and leverage together you have the ability to scale a company and and really kind of set yourself free absolutely yeah and uh, you mentioned the philippines i can totally relate to that my my first employee ever judy she's still with me i hired her back in 2011 she's still with me in the philippines indeed yeah. um so the, the philippines is is you know obviously a a no-brainer as a location it, any it other locations you would recommend yeah so the philippines uh is so great because they're westernized right, right. uh english is a very close it, it's a second language but it's really a, a first language mm -hmm. uh, in the philippines they're very westernized they love our culture you, you know you crack a joke they crack one back at you and it's interesting there are more outsourced employees in india than anywhere on the planet but there are more voice-based outsourced employees in the philippines than anywhere right. on the planet and uh so for most of you out there that are watching this you'll probably outsource in one of three places eastern europe india or um, the philippines and for coding there's a lot of people that code in the philippines but you know mostly people seem to code in india we do we have about 20 people in india um, uh, coding takes place in Eastern Europe, but for anything that's voice-based, VA-based, customer service, business process outsourcing, the odds are very good that you're going to end up in the Philippines. Got it. Yeah. Just one last uh, question before we wrap up, mm -hmm. and I was kind of wondering, you know, you see two schools of thoughts when, you know, say you're starting a business or you're looking at getting started in outsourcing. Yeah. There's two schools of thoughts. One that says, you know, you have to do the thing yourself first before you can manage and outsource properly. Yeah. And then there's the other school of thought that said, hey, you just don't need to know how to do the thing. Right. If you can outsource it just to Just pass someone. it on to yeah. them, right. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so the latter, pass, just passing it on and let, let your virtual assistant uh, figure it out is like recipe for disaster, okay? Right. So there's two ways you can approach it. One is you do it, you process it out, you give it to your virtual team, or two, you have somebody process it out for you that knows what they're doing and then they pass it to the virtual team. Uh, one, one of our value adds that we do a one, two, three employee, we offer strategy where we can actually build out your processes for you. So, because we find most entrepreneurs don't know how to process and we've dealt with that for so many years and we said, forget it, we're gonna start doing it for them and, and that was a huge boon to our business and it was great for our clients as well. So that's what we do. Uh, so many people think that they're gonna hire an outsource assistant and that person's gonna be a strategist in their business and gonna figure it all out for them and that, that never works because your virtual assistant, you need to think of them as task executors rather than strategists. Now, right. over time, if you create processes and you have them follow the processes and you let them know that what you also want them to bring to the table is their knowledge and you want them to think and you want them to, to share ideas and suggestions with you, over time, they can become a strategist. So for example, my, my oldest employee, well, my oldest assistant. So my assistant, LJ, has been with me for over a decade. She is an integral and valuable part of my team. I couldn't live without her. She is super high level strategy, but it didn't start like that. You know, it started with her just handling tasks for me, right? But I made that investment of time in her and it has paid off a thousandfold. And by the way, you may be wondering, well, or maybe you're not, but it's a, it's a big deal 
it's both an art and a science to have an employee with you for 10 years. Mo you know, most employees have a, s a shelf life, okay? Sure. So let's talk about that for a second. First of all, I'm a great boss, okay? I'm, I'm, just, I'm just awesome. <laughs> you I'm just awesome to work for. My employees love me because we work hard and we play hard, but I'm very flexible. The key is they need to get done what they're supposed to get done. They don't necessarily be, have to be around, you know, just wasting time. So right. I, they don't, well, they do punch a time clock, but I, I don't hold my management team to a, a time clock. Um, I hold them to, you know, uh, to you know, hitting their milestones. Right. Um, but also, I put a profit sharing plan in place for my management team in the early days of 123 Employee, knowing that if we ended up going to where we wanted to go, that they would be set for life, that they would become rich. And so my management team now is rich. They, they own cars and houses and, and, uh, and, and Apple uh, equipment and computers and toys. They're That's rich, okay? I mean, and just to put things into perspective, I think, you know, we take some of these things for granted in the yeah. Western world. Yes. You know, well, yeah, so, so that's true. So let's put it in perspective. When I met my assistant, LJ, chewing gum was a luxury. Wow. I offered her a piece of chewing gum. She was like, gum? Wow. Gee. Today she owns five Apple products, three cars. She just bought her first house. She uh, supports her entire family, not just her own family, but her parents and, and the siblings and so on and so forth. And now, it's incredible. It's great to have been able to make uh, such a big difference in her life. She's made a big difference in my life. Um, but also, she's locked in. She's not going anywhere. She's making too much money. Plus, she loves her job, but she's making way too much money. Now, what I did learn in creating that is that not all people are motivated by money. So I had some people that I made richer than rich, and they still left me. Okay, not many though. Not many because at the end of the day, look, you know, when you're making like fu money. You're not going anywhere, right? As long as um, as long as you don't hate if your job, not, yeah. yeah. And as long as you don't hate your job, and she loves it, so um, so profit sharing is a big deal. So how do you do that? Well, if you're hiring a, a virtual team, just you know have incentives for them, and, and they would be performance bonuses, right? And uh, I can tell you this: a hundred to a couple hundred dollars a month goes a long way in the Philippines. And it could make a difference in somebody's life in a huge way. Awesome. So just as as we wrap up, yeah. I would just like to highlight what you just said, which is, you know, th there's a lot of talk out there about outsourcing. Mm -hmm. You've brought to the table a very important point, which is the strategy part of things. Yep. Okay, there is, there is an additional layer. Yeah, absolutely. That, that an integral layer. Yeah. 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 That's, I mean, people that go out, they find outsourced employees, they fail, they typically either don't know what the heck they wanted in the first place, or they don't have any processes in place. Which That's, is... Yeah. That's the recipe for failure because then you know then it's it's impossible to uh, to manage the employee. You don't know what you want. I mean, how can you get what you want if you don't know what you want, right? And if you don't have a process in place, then it's a recipe for disaster. Hence the importance of working with with experts. Yeah, absolutely. And if you enjoyed this video, if you learned something new, make sure to like the video, subscribe to the channel, and click on that bell notification icon so that you can be immediately alerted as soon as we release new videos like this one. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to smash that like button, subscribe to the channel, select the bell icon so you can get notified every time we launch a new episode, or leave a five-star review if you're listening to this as a podcast. Before you leave, don't forget to click on that link in the description box, or go to guide.tiz.tv to get free instant access to the No BS Guide to Wealth. Thank you, and see you in the next episode.